Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bingetown TV and our coverage of Jujutsu Kaisen. So before we get into this episode, just as a little... These episodes. These episodes, yeah. A reminder that we do two episodes at a time. Um, this will be episodes 15 and 16, a.k.a. episodes 39 and 40, a.k.a. Fluctuations Part 2 and Thunderclap. And a last little reminder is that we've also just finished covering Attack on Titan. So if you're enjoying the anime coverage and you watch Attack on Titan, then you should go catch our reactions and review of the final two Attack on Titan episodes, movies, chapters, whichever term you would like to um, to call them. We had a great time, great discussion. We all, I, Dave and I at least, liked the ending. We'll leave Alki's reaction up to potential spoilers, and you can find out what it is yourself by watching the episode. <laughs> I've all right. All right. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> yeah, no, you, leave it up for let, leave it up for debate. Comment on that, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah leave yeah, it up for yeah. debate. Let the people figure it out what your opinion is on on the podcast. Clickbait, clickbait. Yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. Uh, so these episodes, a lot of fighting, which has been obviously Shibuya arc has just kind of hit the ground running in the past, let's say six episodes of just a bunch of bras every episode. So this is going to be the conclusion. Episode 15, this is, is the conclusion of the, the Dagon fight. The cliffhanger of the last episodes that we covered was Toji coming through the hole in the domain that Megumi had created, which was like, oh my God, what a cliffhanger. And we had to wait two weeks to talk about it. And then um, the ending of the episode is obviously the return of Sukuna. So we'll talk about the whole Toji fight and Dagon fight right now. I'd say the floor is completely open. We can talk about literally everything. Just I think we talk about everything before they get out of the domain. And then we can talk about the events that occur outside of the domain, which I'm sure we're chomping at the to talk about. But just, I guess, just to give Toji his flowers of just, I just, I, they, they say something of like, something incarnate just like destruction incarnate they call fangs are like always directed at the strongest it's, yeah it's just like oh my god <laughs> oh he, my god absolute he's a savage bro oh my god i cannot contain the amount of excitement i had even just <laughs> thinking about these episodes it's great that we're now kind of doing these in two because it feels like so long since we've obviously talked about this fight and honestly i forgot that we didn't talk about this fight so it's yeah. just it's awesome that we can get to this point i mean what is there to really say i mean toji is legitimately the man i'm still so like this might be recency bias but i am like now torn between who i like more gojo or toji i legitimately <laughs> we just figured it would get that way for you i legitimately cannot tell uh i just i, I don't know what else to say man he's he's literally the the strongest person besides like well we'll see i mean but yeah. i just love when one of my favorite shots of the the dagon fight with toji is when He's just like walking through the water, just, you know, I think he's like on top of the water, just like casually walking. Then he like sinks in and he's like still moving at the same. Yeah, like, that's like right in the beginning. It's, so, it's just like a subtlety that it was just so badass that he's just like, no matter even if the water's like at his belly, he's just like moving forward to fight Dagon. <laughs> like nothing's going to stop this thing. And he's just the man. I love it's it when he comes he in. No, you're good. Good. It's because he didn't have no curse energy that he fell into the water, right? Like he can't use curse energy to like stand on the water like Naruto characters can so. is what you're saying, right? I yeah. think and he wasn't like yeah. moving fast enough. Like once he's actually moving at speed, he can oh, run yeah, on he's water. Because like Dagon's even surprised. That's... He's like, Oh my god, he can run on top of water. That's <laughs> so insane. I mean 
Yeah. I mean, the beginning when he comes in, it's like um, they ask Naobito Zenon. They're like, who's that? And he's like, it's a ghost. It's like, yeah. oh. And he just <laughs> grips Playful Cloud and just throws Maki. And Maki's like, I, I just lost a contest of strength. Like that. What the these, fuck? these weapons are 100% made for Toji. I mean, oh, yeah. And that's the whole point of them. Is that I've, I said last podcast episode, like these are Maki's like signature weapons. No, they're not. They are yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> Dude, he fucking just ching, he just shapes them into fucking that was sharp crazy. edges. So badass. He Dude, just he like, is he is so strong and and like Dagon is a strong ass curse spirit and yeah. he he works them and he has no curse energy. I told you, bro, watch out for him when we when he was in the flashback because he comes back. And what's crazy about it is it's not even him. He yeah. is in a literal incarnation. I mean, you have to ask the question, like, if it was his real body, would he be even stronger? You know what I'm saying? And right. I don't yeah, know. That's actually he, interesting. That is something know. that I've kind of thought about as well. I, I'm yeah, not, like, I, I haven't been sure. But it doesn't feel like he's limited. It, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I <laughs> like I like the um the outfit that he's wearing, like with that like loose sweater. It just looks badass. He's He's just so, and the black eyes does look pretty cool. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it adds sick. an element of, um, it's like it's like him, but not really, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until I mean, he even so, goes underwater. He, he's literally fighting underwater. It's like Zoro and Fishman Island. Like he's underwater mm-hmm. with Dagon, and, and it's like, just not even limiting him. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> the shots that are great are when Dagon like summons all the piranhas. It's just like a laser beam of piranhas, and he's just fucking swinging the things oh around, just God. destroying them all. And then yeah. Dagon, like I guess, thinks he gets the upper hand on him and like submerges him in the water. Mm-hmm. Summons the two like aquatic like centipede yeah. things that look really badass and. I'm just sitting here like this. I'm not even worried. I just there's no, <laughs> yeah, like, Toji, like he might eat this, but like I just, he's I'm not even worried. I'm not even worried. It, they extended the fight a little bit too in the anime, which is honestly the benefit I feel like of yeah what an anime can bring to a manga is like the fluidity of fights and they can extend things with the wa- like going underwater and all that stuff. Like it it just looked so so good. I love they just add in when he fucking spits the piranha out with his little tongue. Again, like we had the Nanami stuff where he's grabbing that blonde haired guy by the ponytail and all the kind of stuff. So they know what they're doing. Oh, how are we also not going to talk about the Rhino Schneider that he fucking gives Dagon yes. when he like when wraps he whips it around? <laughs> yeah. And then he just smashes his feet oh, into his face. God. Oh, my God. Shout out his to his instincts. Piece. His instincts are just. That's what everyone plus. says. He makes his he makes an entrance entrance and people are just like the yep. like I think it was in the next episode. Megumi's like this guy's instincts are just off the chart. Like he just. Sh- shoots through the rabbits yeah. he does have a little nice tag team too with now Beto zenin when uh dagon like tries to get up in the air and zenin kind of like jumps on top of him and like kicks him back down and then toji like sticks playful cloud in the ground and uses it as like a pole vault and then just stabs the fuck out of his face and you know collapses the domain i think it's interesting that i feel like um so obviously we know based off the the, the most recent episode that um toji and now Beto have certainly interacted in the past 100 um so like looking back on this fight toji like i don't even think he noticed that was now Pito. like i think he was so focused on just fucking up dagon that he legitimately did not even care that now Pito was right there didn't have like anything mm-hmm. to say to him he was just his fangs are always directed at the strongest and i think that's a good interpretation of that yeah it's interesting too because they talk about why toji can still be alive kind of after this like seance thing of how mm-hmm. like 
his like anomaly of the fact that he has no cursed energy. So like technically there's no cursed like energy collapse, to like, so like when all the cursed energy of the host has evaporated, but like he overwrote the host's soul. So it has no cursed energy and he's using no cursed energy. So it's just like those two anomalies combined together are just like it's just him kind of deal. But I guess his mental capacity and facilities do seem to be diminished, obviously, in some type of way. So wait a second. Yeah, what you just said, the latter part of your statement. I thought he was like not really like his brain's not there, right? Yeah, I would think for the most part, it seems quite elementary. Because he has, I mean, he has like the conversation a little bit with the old woman. He has a conversation, if you want to call it that. He says some words to Megumi and he has like a little bit later on type of deal. So it well, seems obviously like severely final, limited. That was like the final straw, but I even understood it while reading, like the, originally that he was not fully there. Yeah, that's what it's like how for I sure. felt. Okay, yeah. cool. But we get out of so Dagon is now disintegrating on the ground of one of the stations. Not sure if it's Shibuya, so I won't say that. And now they're like, okay, that was sick. Like we would have died for sure if this guy didn't pop up. But now the question is friend or like, foe. Yeah, friend or foe type of deal. And he just picks out Megumi, throws him through the glass. I love when he's like, how did I get out of here? It's great like, because it's fuck? literally all of them just watching Toji just kind of walk through him. And it's literally an instant shot of Megumi getting thrown out the window. And he's just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, this is like beyond speed. Like, what the fuck is going on type of deal? Um, But back inside of the train station, we have... Uh. This Jogo episodes, man. <laughs> Jogo shows better and up, better. and I love the reactions to it because it's it's Nanami and Nobita Zen are like, you got to be fucking kidding me! Like this guy somehow is stronger than the motherfucker we just fought yeah. and barely beat, and obviously the, chaos ensues. It's just the the speed. I love the displays of speed because they're all you know they turn around and they're all worried about Toji, and it's just casually Jogo in the background just walking up, and yeah. then they kind of after they. Once I guess they sense his presence, they're just like, fuck. Like, and I gotta say, just love the the love the respects that Jogo's getting here because we've only ever seen him get his dick kicked in by yeah. like Gojo and Gojo. Yeah, the literally yeah. the strongest character. <laughs> so for me, as just someone new watching, it's just it's a nice reminder because like again, they showed it in the, the most recent episode. They said, you know, how strong am I? Like in that flashback with he has with the fake imposter ghetto and mm -hmm. ghetto's like, oh, you're probably at least like eight fingers. And it never really felt like that, but just because again, Gojo is the strongest and he's the one putting him in his place so I, it was just really badass seeing that J jogo is as strong as he should be you know it's yeah. just i mean Gojo it's just in a flash now. it's just he's in front of nami before he even does anything one down yeah the, tw the one tweet i saw was just that if jogo or if gojo wasn't at shibuya jogo wipes everyone in shibuya and I completely believe it. I mean, maybe if like, I mean, granted, if like the Toji didn't come back, like I would love to see that fight for sure. But Jogo easily, I think, wipes the floor with any of the Jujutsu tech people. For sure. Know. I mean, it feels like beyond Mei Mei, like yeah. this is the strongest collection of characters we can get right here with Nanami. And obviously, Nabito Zen and has lost an arm. But these guys yeah. are the strongest characters that we have on our side at this point. That was the thing is when Jogo makes his appearance and he like kind of singles out Nalbito a little bit, 
I'm like, okay, this is like probably going to be a clash of just like equal <laughs> yeah. strength because now Beto has been kind of proving himself. Like he held up against, like, I know he lost an arm against Dagon and Jogo. Mm-hmm. We should know is stronger, but like he was still putting up a fight. So I thought this was going to be like the next step for now Beto, but no, he just gets one shotted. It's I- really funny in the manga because in the anime, they took like during the early Dagon fight to explain his power and his like curse technique but in the manga it happens right here so it's like he's lined up with jogo and it's like a three played page explanation of his entire curse technique and how he's like the strongest jujitsu sorcerer and then in parentheses says besides satoru gojo mm-hmm. and then it's just literally like the next panel he just gets burned to a crisp <laughs> it's just like like so it even further reinforces the, the you know jogo's just like out of this world dude it's so cool I, that's what i've been saying since we started recording this manga uh, anime is this the power differentials are out of this world i mean yeah. you just see people get worked and you wouldn't expect that and like you know now Beto zen and got introduced and he was toted as uh you know a very strong character like kyle just said only for him to vanish literally in an yeah. instant and yeah jogo is really strong and i've been saying that man he is so fun to watch he's so fucking fast the magma power cool. is so cool you don't see magma powers often i mean it's yeah. always like electricity water ice whatever but magma Arcana. it's just like yeah true good 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 call kyle but it's like pure destruction mm-hmm. and you get to see it in action it's so fucking cool especially in the next episode we'll get to that so dave what are you thinking about nanami and maki yeah that was gonna be my next comment about this scene is that i 100 think uh 100 think that <laughs> nanami and maki live um now bito is a different case i want to assume that he also lives um i feel like they m- might have like last second done something that made of but like he like because nanami and maki shots are kind of like quick and they're not too focused on but when now bito eats it it's like we see his charred crisp versus nanami and maki we don't really see so if i were to guess just like right off the bat like off the top of my head i think now bito's dead and then i think nanami and maki live but ideally obviously all three of them survive that blow they do have jogo going up for like a second hit on nobito he has like his palm like in his chest and then that'll perfectly will get us into the next part of this episode the last part of this episode which is then he feels the presence of sukuna Mm -hmm. and we learn that mimiko and oof i don't remember the other girl's name just because i know mimiko because the other girl's just screaming her name in about four yeah. seconds but <laughs> the naka or something like i can't something remember like, yeah, yeah. Hana, remember. something with an h maybe but losers essentially so <laughs> they have we jogo runs to where they're at it's yuji who is slumped after his loss to choso they have fed him a finger of sukuna jogo kind of you know uses his technique on them they use their technique or the girl with the phone uses her technique to kind of save them and fucking joko just we had the flashback like you said of like he's just maybe eight to ten fingers worth of sukuna but the plan would be if they fed 10 to him at once then yuji wouldn't be able to react quick enough and sukuna could probably take over his body at least for a short amount of time so what does jogo do whips out a roll of fucking 10 fingers was it 10 we were we were wondering like how many exactly is that because it was hard sure to 10. count on the pat on the and then before those 10 i think we were introduced including the one that 
UG legitimately just ate. I think that brings us to 15 fingers. Yeah. I'm not, I think we, I think that's what we counted at when Minaki watched. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You're we're right missing there. a hand, basically. We have three of the four hands yeah. acquired. And, you know, the casualness in which Sukuna like shows up is hilarious too, because Jogo like has an arm and then just like doesn't have a hand. Yeah. Like I was just, when I saw that happen, I, I was just like, oh, I guess he lost that not even like really thinking maybe like oh he lost it in the last fight and then it's like Sukuna he thinks like the girls did it too yeah he's like it must be one of their techniques yeah and then it's just him being back to fuck up and they just jump back and breathe 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 I just love that dude his presence Sukuna's presence is probably so it's probably like 10 G's 20 G's of force just like on you he's he's uh, a force to be reckoned with I love the voice change too of one voice, yeah, oh, versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuji's, Yuji. yeah, yeah. It's so much also, like Yuji is a kid. I mean, he's a teenager, but they make Sukuna look like a uh, a mature adult. And I guess I, that's okay. That oh, makes yeah, it okay yeah. for girls to simp then, because <laughs> technically, there's still it's a high school body. But I guess if it, the being inside is like thousands of years old, then <laughs> damn, I just validated a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> but yeah, internet. like you said, like you said, Kyle, like when they're just in their head thinking is it okay to breathe like in just yeah. in front of this presence like any they're literally so worried that if they do anything wrong including breathing that they're this guy's gonna kill him and so, I, I i just another great character just of course my three favorite characters are gonna be the three strongest characters in the show toji like this was these two episodes i think were much needed for sukuna but just because he'd been dormant for however long it's been yeah so it was a nice just great reminders all around from, you know, being like Jogo being strong, you know, Sukuna being a player in all of this and not really having a side. He like he doesn't support the curse spirits, but he's willing to, I guess, listen to both sides and just have whatever, whatever, choose whatever side is going to be most fun for him. Yeah. yeah. And he I mean, whew, power on display here with I love how, you know, he gets Jogo for only putting on one knee. Like you think one knee is enough. He takes the top of his head off. The girls try to make a request of him and he just pops the one girl's head off mimiko's head off and then the other girl tries to use her power and he fucking dices her into like a million pieces and it's just like the, the overwhelming power they did a great job of putting it on display and then he lets uh jogo get a taste though yeah he does yeah. and he does say i mean his kind of quote-unquote goal at this point is that he's gonna he's gonna kill every human in shibuya except for one i'm curious dave he says it again too in the next episode i'm just curious of who you think the one might be yeah, I, I've been kind of thinking about it. Um, I mean, the first first reaction was Gojo, but that I don't think would check out because, like, I don't think he should count at, if he's sealed. Um, I think it's Mag- Megumi. Then it would have to be. I think um, the respect that Megumi uh, put in, on his name in season one. Um, I think it would be yep. him. I, I'm not too sure though. Um, but Very my educated guess there, David. Yeah, my comment too was just I agree with you, Kyle. Like, they make the request like, "Oh, there's a person like below us that you should kill with the like you know the the stitches on his forehead," and I'm like, "Okay, like fair request." And then they keep talking about why they want him to get killed, and I'm like, "Okay, now you're you're being a little too much. Now this is where you're just demanding a little bit too much of him." And I wasn't surprised to see him just immediately wipe the floor with both of them after that because they were just talking too much. Like, if it was just like maybe like. Oh, can you kill this person for us on the first floor? Like, you got it. Maybe he would have done that, but like, they, they were just making kept demands. Yeah, they just kept yeah. talking and talking. I'm like, okay, this. There's no way Sukuna is going to listen to these girls. 
Super yeah, let their emotions get the best of them a little bit. I don't yeah. even know at this point, Dave. If I were if I were you, I'd be wondering. I'm wondering what the fuck are Ghetto and them even thinking they're gonna get out of Sukuna? Like, why would Sukuna ever listen to them? Yeah, I, you know, he could just wipe the floor with them any in an instant. Like, what? How do they expect Sukuna to co- cooperate? I mean, I just think it's ludicrous, and we'll see and how maybe, it unfolds. It might have just been like a a desperation play for them because. You know, it's interesting just, though because like two to three to four episodes ago, after they still go to, they have that conversation of like with him gone. Like I think now we're kind of on even ground, like cursed spirits versus humans. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously Sukuna would give them the edge. That seems to be, I guess, part of the mindset. But like even ground's not a bad place for them to be. No. Sukuna would. Sukuna would give them solo probably everyone yeah he would give them an advantage <laughs> oh i mean now he is yeah. now oh, i mean like i would say you could as his own individual faction versus oh yeah he would wipe the floor humans. yeah i yeah, think I'm the sure. only person that could stand with him is probably gojo you yeah. know yeah and he's maybe sealed away at the moment so. i yeah, wanted to ask what... earlier do you think toji could give sukuna like uh anything because i mean that would be toji so did man. lose to teenager gojo you know what i mean and yeah. I've seen I've seen people discussing it online. Um, like that's the one thing people want to see, and I think the majority of people, I think people who I guess really understand Jujutsu Kaisen, say Gojo or sorry Sukuna. Just and people are like, oh, it's just the recency bias of like the newest episode, like seeing Toji be like this monster, just like going against uh, like white rabbits. You know, like it's not like he's going against Sukuna. Like Megumi's strong, but he's nowhere near any of these people that Sukuna's faced, and yeah. Um, so I think people kind of just like, and I like, as much as I love Toji, like I agree, I think people just kind of like overreacted to like just the pure display of strength that Toji has. I still think he would probably get worked by this Sukuna. I think the reason I brought it up is because exactly. I think Sukuna would fucking chop him up. It would be, it would be great to watch. Toji's that strong and Sukuna's that much stronger. That's crazy too. Is like Sukuna would like take his limbs and like Toji the whole time would probably just be laughing, just like and having he a blast. he'd yeah. keep going. He'd just like oh, yeah. start doing kicks and head. Yeah, I think he would definitely <laughs> revel, I think, in the opportunity to fight someone that strong. Oh yeah. I don't think it will work out very well for him. And I feel so, like Sukuna would definitely put some respect on his name, be like, Oh, this is like crazy that someone with no cursed energy would have this amount of strength. Be a little uh Madara and Mike guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I recognize you as yeah, as strong. Um yeah. So moving into the next episode, obviously we want to talk about Toshi and Megami. We want to talk about Sukuna and Joko. But before we do that, just to kind of lay a little groundwork on what else is going on in Shibuya. So we meet back up with Kusakabe and Panda. And Kusakabe, we just get a little more characterization of him. He's like, I don't want to fucking die. So like, he's just throwing out excuses to get him and Panda to keep just like searching <laughs> into every little corner so they don't have to run into any cursed spirits. I like I that is, guy. Which is just a funny little thing. And I they like end up him. running into what we learn at this point. And obviously, we kind of we're introducing them, some of them in um, Movie Zero, but kind of ghetto's disciples we get a little bit of a flashback essentially so we have um the guy with the eye patch we have a, a blonde girl we have the two girls the young girls who we just saw get murked by sukuna and then we have larue i believe is his name they just have kind of about like next step type of thing not a huge deal it just is like there's a little bit of disagreement within the ghetto's disciples about what to do next they're going to go on their separate ways 
we meet the eye patch guy and the blonde girl, their separate way is running into Kusakabe and Panda and we'll meet back up with them. I don't know if there's any takes. Um, my only take on, is like, that meeting them or anything, but yeah, the, the, the guy with the heart shaped nipples, definitely <laughs> looking forward to seeing him fight, obviously, because <laughs> like he just, he yells and that is alone enough to like crush the ground beneath him. And, like kill the flies that are also yeah. like that so i'm looking forward to heart-shaped nipple guy fighting what was <laughs> i think it's i couldn't LaRue. not look at it like we're getting a sh- yeah. like a back shot of like uh one of the girls and it's just nipple that's just I a mean, heart if you're drawing a character with hearts for nipples you want us to look at their nipples yeah oh yeah it's <laughs> just like what else are we gonna do besides look at them I, that's my only um, comment i feel bad for them like they've they have ghetto was bad you know like actual ghetto sure he wanted his methods were vile i don't know for lack of a better word but his disciples they've followed ghetto not whatever ghetto is now and i just feel like that fucking sucks like the fucking girls yeah from that perspective for sure but i mean they're also still using the monkey term that was also like all right, suckers. That was definitely a flashback, though, right? Like the girls, like didn't yeah. somehow survive, right? Yeah. No, that was like I guess kind of, it looked like a little bit of a meeting, like pre anything that happened at Shibuya, right? Just kind of like, discussing, like, yeah, yeah, like what should we do as a group? And then it's like, ah, we don't see eye to eye. Let's split up. Mm-hmm. So we'll meet back up with the squad very briefly, just because we have to talk about the scene where we see them again in reference to Sukuna. But I think we talked about the Toji Megami fight first, just because the. Sukuna Gojo, I mean, I'm um, Jogo fight rather. It's a, it's just like a nice place to end. So Toji and Megumi, Megumi obviously is on the back foot and running away here, but it's just I love watching him creatively use the Shikigami powers, and he, I mean, he survives in a way. So I would say lots to talk about. Again, more praise to, to just heap on to Toji as a character and as a as a combatant as a fighter, but um. Honestly, anything we want to talk about, even I would say, even up until the, what the hell happens at the end, which I'm sure is maybe confusing or just like kind of a what the fuck moment. Um, just I love how much they've been able to like jam pack into these episodes without making it feel like it's too rushed. Like, yeah, what I'm do you think watching about the this, animation, yeah, of the fights. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like when I'm when I was watching this episode, I was like, this feels like. In a good way, I'm like, this is dragging. Like, this feels like it's been an hour. Like, because again, we start with the Megumi Toji fight, and then like that fight was already great for me. And then it's like, oh shit, like here's Jogo <laughs> and Sugana. It's like, oh shit, like I'll totally watch this too. Mm-hmm. So, and they all fit that in 24 minutes, which it didn't, it felt longer. So I'm, I just applaud them. Um, yeah, I mean, this is one of the fights that I personally had been looking forward to um, for ever since Toji got revived and kind mm-hmm. of came across been teasing it, it feels like for you know at least two three episodes at this point yeah and th- the ending i guess obviously didn't go the way i expected it to go <laughs> um so we'll get there when we get there but uh, just the comments that i have about the fight itself is just so funny just i mean how many times are we gonna say a toji just works megumi so that was awesome to see unfortunately for yeah. megumi uh the the funny part of the whole thing is when he just like 
I felt bad for all the rabbits. Like the Dude, rabbits. they were like legit had like individual fight. Like they were fucking like yeah, rabbit like karate. It was shit. so yeah. funny. And yeah. like he's just killing. Awesome. Like, uh, I felt so bad for the rabbits. But yeah, like he just grabs the one by its ears and just starts smacking the other ones with it. I'm like, oh, these poor rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Was- he like smashes playful cloud into the ground and like all the rubble. And he's just like literally flicking the rubble out oh, of the my. air. That was like the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen in my life. Like that was so <laughs> fucking cool. I just this I can't even fathom the speed that he has that's how fast he must have been to be able to do that is i it's insane because megabee can create like so many rabbits yeah Yeah. like it's so many rabbits and he's still (laughs) it just like doesn't matter it's so funny he's literally throwing fucking sewer great tops at him he's fucking throwing the ambulance at him he's throwing playful cloud at him he's literally just whipping shit at megabee and he's i mean he's trying that is wild um I, I thought like, the animation was a little bit Naruto pain, don't you think? Yeah. I think like, it was. Why? It's just I would just say it's just so much in the episode. It, like it's hard. I think it works only when you're trying to display like insane Fast. amounts of speed. Yeah. Yes. Usually I would kind of complain about I it, agree but like with for you. this one, I'll I'll let it slide. Like this one I think made it work really well. Okay, like I'm going to let it slide cuz the content's so good, but maybe the people on Twitter like you this is a freaking really highly uh anticipated anime and the the quality is just like not there it's It's funny because it's kind of weird it's funny because i agree with you like this isn't my type like this isn't my preferred type of animation but it's funny because i've actually seen on twitter that people say this is like one of the best animated fights of the year and i just i I don't even i was surprised I don't think it comes close to anything Demon Slayer's done, honestly. Just, like the main yeah. fights of Demon Slayer. Like I'm mean, oh, again, the magma like I, shooting through the like again the, the fight scene. Stuff. Yeah, the fight good. scene works really well. It's just, it's just not for me. Like this animation, it just, I'd rather be able to like see what I'm looking at rather than just seeing like, yeah. blobs of it's images move. Yeah, past. it's it's just obvious at times that there's just such a low level of detail. I mean, mm-hmm. even when Larue screams like their bodies are just like shapes yeah like shapes which is i mean i just know it's probably like how long it actually takes to make this 24 minute episode is weeks so i i would agree dave i think it's easy enough for me to just kind of headcanon like it's just all happening so fast mm-hmm. like i said it doesn't take away from the content i just yeah. find oh, yeah. it surprising mm-hmm. i find mm-hmm. it surprising this is like because yeah. also the Yuji Chozo fight was like close exactly combat, very detailed like the exactly. line was work very was detailed. like so why yeah. is it so inconsistent that's mm-hmm. just kind of the, maybe that's the question the yeah mm-hmm. maybe they have you know they probably have certain crew like they have two crews animating I can't imagine like one person or yeah, different directors they, they yeah. do that they do do that yeah mm-hmm. um, so that it's just it inter- sure. it's interesting it's 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 just worth I think noticing mm-hmm. it's noticeable. Yeah. Oh, I mean, noticeably different animation than the Yuji Chozo fight for sure. Yeah, I think it's Anim- so like I mean to wrap up, like kind of like get to the conclusion of this fight. I just think it's awesome that Megumi has now been recognized by the three strongest characters in the show. You know, obviously he's been recognized by Gojo. You know, he's been training with him, so Gojo obviously recognizes him. Season one, Sakuna recognizes him, and here, even though he's been getting the shit kicked out of him, like he is resourceful enough to make impressions on these people and 
yeah this leads toji to to kind of piece together like shit like this this guy looks a little bit like me <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> strong like let me just kind of piece this together um but shout out to megumi man yeah three the literal three strongest characters in the show have all recognized his strength so it's he great. has a decent plan too with the you know the water and the electricity yeah. from from Nue. Mm-hmm. He has the the frog get him out of the way immediately. He has the sword that he's gonna just take the playful cloud hit to kind of. If Wheel of Time fans know all about Sheath and the sword, mm-hmm. so it kind of is is almost gonna work out. And then obviously you forget that he's literally fighting Toji, so it doesn't work out. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of yeah, like, and then Toji just ends himself with playful cloud. Yeah, I mean, I knew uh, when when Megumi took the hit and was like trying to get the close shot on Toji, I just knew that was not going to work. Uh, Toji's just too strong. Um, but yeah, the ending was crazy. I honestly, I mean, I really like the how it ended. I mean, I'm sure some people might be disappointed that it's like, oh, that's how we're gonna just like ixnay Toji out of like the rest of this arc, like lame. But I, I mean, I kind of get it. I mean, he's conflicted about seeing his son who maybe at the time he didn't like care for too much i mean there was hesitation like it made he was trying to like validate himself when he sold megumi or whatever mm-hmm. he was just like it doesn't matter it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. It does, it like, he kept matter, repeating yeah. that trying to validate the action but clearly to me that kind of means that there was some attachment to him and so i think seeing megumi grow grown up and be this strong and not be I, a Zen and not call himself a Zen. Yeah, yeah that was that I was think, such a great line. That was such a great line. I think he yeah. just was like, I'm I've I'm proud. Maybe like I've done what I've needed to. Yeah, it's kind of like it's all good. Like he's in a good spot. Like he can take care well, of himself. That's, yeah. that's where Toji, I think, got through. Finally, I think that at the end there, he was like full Toji because his eyes were white. Yeah, good point. Oh, we're, I, I honestly were missed that. Yeah, Interesting. they were always black, but they were white when mm-hmm. he stabbed. He realized this is my son. And he's like, okay, my work here is done. Done. And, and that was it. And I think that goes into what you guys were talking about earlier with like how much mental capacity, I guess, does he have at this moment? I think, again, there probably wasn't any. But then once he got like a clear look at his son, that kind of just like snapped him back to who. Yeah, I think so. Was. That's like how his I full think. memories. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. Yeah done well it's funny dude the manga is there's no fight they do not fight toji takes him outside and then they kind of square up and look at each other and then he just they have he has that memory and then he just kills himself so this was probably like a way better treat for you guys to actually see megami just stands there is like what the fuck just happened yeah like imagine just getting thrown out (laughs) the window and then like you're about to square up with like this dude who you Mm -hmm. think is just going to kill you and then he just kills himself with like they, they do not fight yeah, I feel like manga. that was definitely a treat for manga yeah, readers because cool. I absolutely love that fight. And I feel like cool. if I was reading and I didn't get that fight, I feel like I would have honestly felt a little short changed. But I, like, guess that's, whoa. I guess that's part of the joys of being able to watch the anime. Yeah, I, I didn't feel short changed while reading. Sure, I mean, it was definitely cool watching it. I guess I'm only saying that because I have the knowledge of yeah, knowing now you that know the fight in yeah, the anime. Was a fight yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. But I, I have mean, a question. Uh, a general question just about this sort of decision making like when they decide to uh, a lab like uh, when they decide to add in a fight like canonically it could have happened but it didn't do you think the author signs signed off, on, off that? on it yeah that's interesting I guess I, I'm not sure of the process I mean you guys have I would uh, assume in they the past in some way yeah I feel like in, in the past you guys have mentioned like uh Jujutsu Kaisu seems to do this more than most animes of small scenery addition changes. Um, I think the one that comes to mind is when 
was it May May and uh, Buff Guy mm. play ping pong, but like in the manga, they don't play ping pong or something like that. You know what I'm no, talking they, about? They play ping pong. There's, I mean, I think there's been discussions there that we've had yeah. in the past we've, where like they've they definitely scenes. had some discussions about them adding things. And I feel like I know, it though. must wonder... be signed off by the like. In the beginning just, of the season, like they they, like, um, they, they changed the intro a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Now you're good. I just they have to storyboard the episodes like weeks in advance because it takes so long i would say to animate things that i'm sure there's enough time that if they're going to make a big change maybe they run it by although i just yeah i, I don't really know that's a very interesting question maybe they about. just are maybe they're also just the, the freedom they have they're just yeah. like we know this like, is going to be a good thing expanding it into like like one piece or like naruto like there's so many episodes that aren't canon that it feels like like maybe they just have a little bit of free reign mm-hmm to do things like there's no way Oda's checking every box on like every filler episode that they make of and one plus piece in one like, piece too like flashback flashbacks just reoccur all the time yeah. whereas in the manga you know we might get one flashback and it won't be like referenced or seen again whereas in the anime to make more to make things more emotional you know they're they'll flash those scenes mm-hmm. again but we don't yeah yeah Love that. all right so moving into I mean, you could call this the main event, the main course, the entree. It could even be dessert. Just the meat and potatoes. Now, nah, no. bro, this is like the nice eggplant rollatini. So, oh my god! <laughs> so, no, nah, that sounds good. Sukuna versus Jogo. Just, I mean, clearly very one-sided. Sukuna kind of enjoying himself, his newfound freedom in Yuji's body, and. I mean, Gojo just gets work nonstop. <laughs> the his his curse technique of the the cleave and the slice, mm-hmm. it's just on full display. It's just so broken. It's just ridiculous. I love it. I, I, a lot of fucking crazy shit happens in these fights. Wait a second, they've called fight. it that. It's cleave and slice. I want to say like slice, that. but yeah, this was the first time I think it was referenced as his curse technique or you yeah. know his power because i mean we've we saw him slice obviously the girl last episode um mm-hmm. he was constantly slicing jogo's arm off in this episode yeah it was just yeah i was just cool mm-hmm. seeing that that was like the confirmation of his power yeah like the buildings he just there's so many fucking things happen here man i, I, mean, I love fucking... how he does that it's so to, cool. Jogo like makes the fucking magma hands and like crushes the two buildings together. But like that was so funny when he said the animation in like the, the typos, <laughs> the animation of that when he's like bringing the buildings together when he's just like like doing. I don't know yeah. if you remember it. It was so fucking <laughs> weird. But I mean, again, it it was like again maybe not my favorite type of anime, but it or animation style, but it definitely fits here. Um seeing yeah the magma is just insane and i love the little the little touch of the um thermometer or whatever the fuck you yeah, call it that was um, really cool yeah it's two degrees celsius and then it just like skyrockets to like over a hundred yeah and then it just blows up does he just like touch things and then become magma i guess as everything is just so hot that everything is just melt becoming magma at this point like the city is le- it, it legitimately like, collapsing you know on itself it seems like he can also create magma that's what okay. That's what I thought too. And I also love like the bugs. I mean, it doesn't really make sense how that like bugs tie in with the magma, but like, I just love that he can like summon yeah. these mosquitoes that just like fi- rapid fire machine gun like explosions <laughs> at people. Like I think those are really cool. Yeah, I mean, the really yeah, T pose is really funny, and then it's just T pose, and then just gone. <laughs> yeah. And he Jogo, even Jogo, who we know is the fastest curse spirit, is just like 
fuck where'd he go yeah i like that too that like pov of like whipping his head around to like see where he could possibly be and he just grabs him by the face and just puts him through i this was like very unique this was a like very unique animation when he's like throwing him through the building and like he's like kicking him almost like a soccer ball like that was i'm not gonna say that was bad animation either but that was that caught my eye in a very good way when he again yeah he just throws him through the building and it's just they're not you can't like there's no faces like there's they don't have faces or anything they're just kind of like running through the building but looks it still looked really good yeah i love the aftermath of when he palms his face and puts him through the skyscraper like down into like the the underground basically and like Mm -hmm. his jaws like just like hanging off i just thought that was like a fun little detail and then jogo just gets like real pissed and creates that huge meteor this was so fucking cool. This and is so and cool. We, we flash back to base to Kusakabe Panda and all yeah. them. And Kusakabe is like, yo, like there is some insane shit happening. Like we all need to just get out of here. And they're, they're like, like, no. no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tsukuna shows up and he's like, if any human moves, I'll kill you. <laughs> that was just, I, I honestly thought Kusakabe was dead. I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to run because. He's saying, not yet, not yet. The hands are about to clap. And he yeah. makes like a small step a little bit. And I'm like, this guy's dead. But thankfully, they time it exactly to the clap that him and Panda. And I, I just love those like Naruto style animations of when people just like vanish and they like the smoke clouds there. Yeah. Yeah. They were I, um, when they were frozen and because Sukuna, you know, came through, Panda's face was hilarious. Panda's <laughs> so good. I love it too. Like- <laughs> I love when I'm um, earlier when she's like, you know, like make a decision. I hate indecisive men. And he's like, well, I'm a panda. So she must be talking to you. <laughs> I just love when he pulls. He is a great up. comedic aspect. And he's strong, too. Like, we know that he's strong. Um, yeah, he's pretty oh, and, cool. You know what? I just I think this was the first time we I don't know. Maybe we knew before that Kusakabe uses the new shadow style. I feel like we've, sword, t- right? we've talked about it. I feel like yeah. I don't know if we've actually seen it. Yeah, well, yeah I guess we he technically hasn't used it yet. But, but yeah, obviously very similar to the techniques the blue-haired girl yeah, the uses. Blue chick. Yep. Um, but yeah, just oh, that, yes. I hereby. Oh my god! I hereby forbid every person in a hundred meter radius from moving until I say now. It's just <laughs> yeah. he just commands the room and just no like you have to just listen. The moment he steps into the room, you have to do immediately what he says, and <laughs> the tension of it just coming and him just slowly clapping he just doesn't give a fuck and everyone's freaking out it's he just loves to have fun with people it just he I loves talking with people because yeah. he just knows he can he can do literally whatever he wants uh, and thank god so, yeah. so i think kusakabe and panda i'm assuming obviously make it out of there um and i think if i'm if i had to guess i would assume the other two people that were attacking them are not going to make it i think they're dead like the ghetto subordinates i think they might be dead I mean that explosion was pretty big. That fireball was fucking huge. I mean, yeah. you see the aftermath of it is is Sukuna and Jogo kind of they square up in just the melted molten ruins of everything basically in Shibuya Square <laughs> because mm-hmm. there's so many buildings that have fallen at this point. And it had I a, have to be honest, I don't remember all that in the manga much. I'm in my reread, I literally got to the chapter right before this, before we started recording. And I was like, probably just hard to to draw stuff like this honestly just like the Dude, utter devastation of drawing i mean they have and they do like the like let's have like a battle firepower thing where it's mm-hmm. gonna just starts using fire techniques this is when joe goes like oh i thought his curse technique was cleave and in yeah, whatever slice it is slice or dice or whatever it might be 
and the shot of him like pulling it with the arrow is like one of my favorite manga panels like yeah it's just it's so well drawn and they they nailed it in this it just looks so fucking sick and you know i'm glad that you say they nailed it so i will say that i i've seen a lot that people like say that this is one of like the hardest manga panels in Jujutsu Kaisen is him doing the fire technique here. I actually see people complaining that this scene was not well done. Someone made like a fan edit that looks cool too. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I saw like the both of them side by side. I thought they were both great. I'm not, I didn't, I couldn't physically actually pick one over the other, but I just think it's ridiculous that people are like, Oh, this was like a terribly animated scene. It's like compared to the manga. It's like, about toji coming into the domain which i is like it's the same thing it's that same thing it's like to me me. i have just i don't understand like it looked phenomenal i don't people are just so goddamn picky i think i i don't know i really don't understand the hatred for this for the animation here i thought it looked incredible and it was cool i don't i don't really guess have any thoughts on how he's able to like wield fire i just yeah. To me, it's just that Sukuna is just so strong. I just feel like he legitimately just can do anything. And it's just he literally says here, which we've talked about how much early I you know I know I have, and I'm you know you guys have agreed of like I love the mechanic in Jujutsu Kaisen where if you talk about your technique openly, it's like stronger. And he literally says here, I'm I not gonna do that. Like, yeah, like I won't play the game of telling you the curse technique. So like you know he's almost handicapping himself. By not explaining it, which is just a fun little like kind of and wink he's still at us. absolutely wrecks yeah, Jogo just even wrecks without having it's literally yeah, they're they're lined up together and then it's just Jogo's in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I okay. was actually so I kind of got the spoilers a little bit before watching it. Not like insane. Nothing's really like I guess too much of a spoiler at this point. They're all just like fighting for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I saw the spoiler where it's Sukuna telling him like don't worry you're strong and you know the comparisons of back to when gojo said it uh that he was weak in season one um again cool full circle moment here but i guess i just i thought based off just seeing that one line that you know you're strong i my head before watching i just made the assumption that okay he's recognized jogo jogo is going to live and then i just see his like torch body i'm like holy shit um the one... I appreciated the recognition from Sukuna too. Oh no, one hundred. He starts to cry, and then he's like, "I don't. Know, what's this?" And and Sukuna literally <laughs> goes, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> Which is, oh, I that's just, so great. I my only obvious comment will be the moment that Jogo has um with Hanami and Dagon in the quote unquote afterlife. Um, he says he makes it sound like curse spirits almost can be reincarnated they won't have any memories of their former lives um they've talked about this before too okay i guess it's just something that i've i guess i forgot about um so but after seeing sukuna recognize him and after seeing this scene i just don't think for some reason i'm just latching on the idea i just don't think this is it for this squad i mean this is a very nice moment and i if it was the the last moment of all three of them i think it was really beautiful you know him seeing (laughs) dagon and hanami and just being like you know we're we did what we could you know it's in the hands of mojito now um i think it's also rare you get a moment like that for like the villains in a series or a show mm -hmm. yeah like i feel like you rarely get 
this. So type I just, of I just don't think it's the last. That, I just, I just don't think it's the last we're going to see of them. But if it is, I'm fine with it ending it like this. Yeah. So you're kind of fifty fifty on the cursed spirits. You're pretty convinced that uh, Nanami and Maki are still kicking, and yeah. you're convinced Nabi- that Nabito Zen is dead. Yeah. If I had to just okay. you know throw out my thoughts, it would be that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and listen, obviously, there's no pressure to be right how, or wrong, and no one really cares. How much have they I, I, I just going going into this like reincarnation thing? Like, when was that first brought up? They talk about I mean, at the very least, they talk about it like a few episodes ago when Gojo kills Hanami. Like, I'm pretty sure that Jogo reacts and those names being so close is tough, but I, know, I think I, we're at the end of that I line. Stutter <laughs> so much on their names but all the time. I think he says like I'll like I'll meet you again or whatever. And I think he says, says the same thing with Dago when he picks up his hand and he has like that mm-hmm. kind of monologue about like moving on to the next side and like I'll see you like let's meet up again type of deal. I just hope they go so, into it a little bit more because I just wonder if you know if. But it's also they, I mean like Jogo's dead and I wonder if you know. So I imagine people like his character was created through people's fears of like volcanoes, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's also interesting, maybe a new fear comes up that like, yeah, I mean, Sukuna was alive at one point, but like doesn't know Joko, but you would think maybe like human fear of volcanoes and magma has always been a thing type of deal. But I guess obviously over time, like curses it can get evolve. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe even evolve, like obviously the fear of like technology and plus, I mean, you know, if, it wasn't a fear. If the population is increasing exponentially, also the n- more number of people having fears to mm-hmm. it would also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, I'm just is Hanami really like, like the concept of the show. Is Hanami just like people's fear of flowers or some shit? Like do people? They just talk I think about it's like it the forest. It's uh, like the forest. The okay. Forest. Yeah. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I believe that's going to do it. For episodes 16 and 17, a.k.a. episodes whatever I said at the top because my laptop is slowing. Google Chrome won't reload. But we will be back in two weeks to cover. looks like Thunderclap Part 2 is the next episode. What a name. Oh, wait. We got one last thing to talk about. Uh, The final, 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 final scene of Megumi. Okay, I didn't know if you. No, yeah. yeah, I I, I mean, there's nothing really like. Okay, so Megumi gets cut by the fucking yeah. douche that Nanami should have oh, just fucking yeah, yeah. killed from mm-hmm. forever ago. And yeah. we see at the very, very end, this guy that cut Megumi is like freaking out. He's like, you shitty sorcerer referring to Megumi who's passed out, saying you got to wake the fuck up yeah, after he was blood. the reason that he's unconscious. And we see this like big body thing, like mm-hmm. just a giant looking and yep. just I get ready. I can't, I, yeah, I can't really think if get I'm ready. I'm. I'm going to guess that it is a cursed spirit is what I think I'm going to say. It's so good. Or it's just so good. I don't know. Maybe it's the fucking uh, my brother. It just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It it looked too big to be Toto. Like it legitimately looked like a monster. So we'll see. All right. So that's going to do it for us. Like I said, we'll be back in two weeks for Thunderclap part two and whatever. Jogo got thunderclapped. (laughs) Whatever episode 18 turns out to be called. Also, like I said at the top, check out our Attack on Titan coverage. If you watch the show and you like what we're kind of doing here with the anime type of stuff, we're also covering, excuse me, Invincible. We just wrapped up Gen V as well. We're busy. We stay booked and busy. So Gen V, Invincible, Beacon 23 is coming out. Uh, we just finished Attack on Titan. Yu Yu Hakusho anime oh, yeah. adaptation nope. is coming out somewhat soonish, I believe. I might have misinterpreted the trailer. 
But we just got things coming down the pike. So if you're liking what you're hearing, just stick with us. We're going to keep putting out content. I'm sure that you enjoy. And for the final time of this episode, we are Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 